break it down, down like this. to episode number 88 of the Tempo Fit Workout of the Week podcast. My name is Hayden Sherman and as always it's so good to have your company, so good to have you tuned in because it means that you want to advance your running, that you want to gain pleasure from hitting the hills, getting out there, doing some great workouts, getting the lungs and legs burning. This week is a continuation of what we did last week and a continuation of our hill series. It's the finale of our hill series and kind of a nice little climax really a cool workout that's gonna just uh, put a bow around this little block of hills that we've been doing so this week we are doing the following five times two minutes uphill at around about your 5k race effort so that's five times two minutes uphill at around about your 5k race effort you'll jog back down after each rep a nice cruisy jog back down and then go again straight into your next rep. So nice and simple, not too much going on, not too much complication to this workout. It's just you and the hill. Now the type of hill that we're after is a mild to moderate hill. You definitely want it steep enough that you can feel it. But remember, you're going two minutes up it. So it can't be like super steep. It can't be even past moderate. It's got to be at a um, at a pace, you know, that you would run up on your Sunday long run um, and wouldn't think too much about it. But when you're running faster, it's going to add that new element of intensity, new element of just getting the lungs going a bit more. And the pace, it's slowed down from last week. We're going longer, so we need to just ease it back a little bit. And we're just doing five of them. So why are we doing this workout? Well, as I said before, it's all about lungs and legs. So the, we're swapping some of that intensity from last week where we did the one minute reps up the hill, swapping some of that intensity for time in the zone, time in that zone of um, high heart rate, high power output. So what we're trying to do with that is build your aerobic fitness, build that high-end aerobic fitness. This is where we want to teach the lungs to process a lot of oxygen. We want to teach the body to uh, get the uh, fatigue flushed out as you're going. We want to get those processes working all cylinders fire, firing. So this is a good, a good transition workout into things like 1K reps. And we're actually going to move in the next block of training into a, a block where we're going to focus on more interval type type training, more your traditional uh, intervals and sets. So that's where we're, we're heading to. So this is a nice little bridge to that. The other side of this, so we've got the lung side of it, so the, uh, the physiology adapting to it. Also, we're looking at that muscular output, that power output. So it's going to be less than it has been in the past where we've done shorter hill reps, but it's still there. Now what we're actually asking is can you apply that good solid force, slightly less force, but over a greater period of time. Now last week we did six times one minute. 
So six minutes under tension, you might say. This week, it's five times two minutes, so 10 minutes under tension. So we're adding that sort of strength endurance. How long can you keep that power output going for? Now, that comes in really handy when it comes to staying strong in the back half of a marathon, staying strong in the uh, second lap of an 800. This sort of stuff is that that muscular uh, strength, the ability to put out good power through your legs, even when you're tired, even when the going gets tough. That's what we're looking for with this session. So how do we tackle this workout? Well, one of the key things is that we're slower than last week. Last week, we're looking at more your 3K race effort, which is right up into that kind of VO2 max zone. Your heart rate's maxed out, breathing rate's maxed out. This is a bit slower. This is what you should be able to handle in the midst. If you came across this hill in the midst of a 5K race, you're holding that pace. You're not going 5K pace. You're going 5K race effort effort so big big distinction so for example let's say your 5k pace is i don't know four minute k's you're probably going to go up the hill at about 430s depending on the steepness of the hill but it's going to be scaled back a lot now again i don't want you looking at your watch to find out the exact pace how you're going to compare each of your uh, your efforts is your first first effort finish at two minutes have a look around you get a gauge of where you finish so it might be at a certain driveway or a letterbox or a lamppost remember that marker because you want to try and hit it each time and and ideally go a little bit further each time which shows that you've paced the workout well and you haven't gone too nut bar on the first one um there's enough time in this workout to think about good techniques. So we started off this block of hill training doing very short efforts. Now that's that's good in that, you know, 15, 20 seconds of really focused uh, application to your, your hill running technique. Now you've got a good long two minutes. So there's how am I when I get started? How am I towards the end of each rep as I start to get fatigued? Do I still hold that good form? The other thing that I want to point out is the jog back down recoveries. Again, like we've been doing all through this this block of hill training, the nice and light jog back recoveries. So you, you run up for two minutes, hit your sort of marker, then jog back down the hill very lightly back to your start point, go again. It should be enough time now that we're doing two minute hill reps, should be plenty of time to get back to um, get your heart rate down to an acceptable level. Um, yep, so make the most of those slightly longer hill recoveries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, the thought for the week. Let's let's tackle the question of how to recover from hills. And I probably should have done this at the start of this block. Um, but anyway, better late than never. So this is a, a little deep dive into some specifics on how to recover from hills. Because I remember there's been certain hilly races that I've done in my lifetime that have absolutely beat me up. There's in uh, anyone who has run in, in the club scene in New Zealand may have heard of a race in Wellington called the Vossler Shield. And this is a race that it's officially cross country 
And it, it kind of is, but it's really more of a mountain run. You're, you're constantly going uphill or downhill. But the thing is, the uphills are very steep but short, and the downhills are gradual but long. So you're either running very, very fast downhill or you're grinding very, very hard uphill and there's no let up. It's it's a brutal race. And I remember last time I did it, I tried to get out for a long run the next day. So it's on a Saturday and it's wake up Sunday morning, try to get out for a long run. There was no way that was happening. I literally ran, walked for about 10 minutes and then went home and gave up. Went back to uh, my long run about three days later. Like I was smashed. So that's a case of, Hills are a, you're turning some stress dials right up there. So you need to be as hard with your recovery as you are with, with your workouts. And today's workout is, is a, is a tough one. It's you, you're going to need some recovery definitely for your, your muscular um, side of things, but also just your, um, your body's going to feel pretty, pretty tired and pretty beat up after this one. So how to recover five points. So first of all, the, the few days after a workout like this, your running should be easy and it should be on the flat and treat it like active recovery. So one of the things with, with our bodies is they do actually like movement for, uh, for recovery. Assuming we haven't broken something or torn something, a little bit of movement actually gets the blood flow. It helps to circulate things and it helps to promote recovery. So I like to look at when I've done a big workout or a big race, treat your runs less as training, more as active recovery. Number two, focus on some key stretching, some so when you're running uphill, like we're focusing on today, you're going to be loading up the back of your legs, your posterior chain. So glutes, hammies, calves are going to particularly take a hammering. Now, if you're in a race like that one I talked about where you're hammering the downhills, chances are your quads are actually going to be more beaten up. So that front side of, of your legs. So depending on the type of hills you're doing, uh, will dictate the sort of focus you're going to have in terms of your recovery. So for this workout, it's a we want to spend some good amount of time doing some stretching into that posterior chain. So lots of downward dogs, hamstring stretches, nice calf stretches, um, some stuff to um, free up the lower back, glute stretches, all that stuff would be really good. So a good focus on the posterior chain would be a good plan. Number three, have some protein after the session. So one of the, the big trends that, that's going around is eating eating vegan and eating vegetarian and, and whole foods and minimizing your, your meat intake or processed foods. Now that can r- risk really reducing your protein intake. It's got really good stuff otherwise, but you can risk reducing your protein intake. So it's really important as athletes, which if you're listening to this, you fall into that category. Absolutely. After doing some harder work, you need protein to promote that uh, that repair of your, your body. And we've often thrown around um, researchers and nutritionists have thrown around that little window. I'm not sure how valid it is. Now, I think there's been some recent studies that have said the, the window is not as, as big as we thought it was or not as important as we thought it was. But sort of 30 minutes after your, your workout, there's this nice sweet window where some some carbs and protein, you know, a, a bowl of rice with some, some chicken in it or, you know, tofu or whatever, um, 
or a chocolate milk um, is a great way at just uh, repairing the body. So a mix of carbs and protein. But I'd really encourage you, look at your diet uh, after a session like this and think about just loading up that protein content a little bit more than usual. Number four, reduce overall mileage. So we're turning up a dial here and we're turning up two key dials here. We're turning up the intensity dial and we're turning up the uh, hill dial, um, the muscular stress on your, your body. So we need to be prepared to dial back some other dials uh, in terms of our training stress. So the key one to dial back is we want a little bit less mileage uh, when we're doing this sort of work. So have a look at your week this week when you're doing this session and just say, okay, over the next three or four days, how can I just bring things back a little bit from where they usually might be? Number five and the final one, some intentional recovery. So this is where we look to your favorite way of recovering, whether that's getting a massage, doing some foam rolling, jumping in a hot tub or an ice bath or a bit of both, wearing some compression tights, putting your legs up on uh, up the wall, you know, shuffling in your backside and putting your legs up in the wall. I love that one. Whatever it is for you, find it, do it intentionally in the 48 hours after the uh, the workout and your body will love you for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, there we are. There's my top five for ways to recover from hill workouts, which is very poignant because this is the big pinnacle workout of our block of hill training. Next week, we'll be on to something different. Tune in to see what that will be all about. Have fun with the workout, everyone, and let me know if you've got any questions. You can contact me by email, hayden at tempofit.org. would love to hear from you. Anyway, happy running, everyone. Ciao. Mm.